Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. The most up-to-date news in the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... We ride and off in silence for a couple minutes, and eventually you arrive at the crime scene. It's just like every other crime scene so far. They've identified the victim as Nina Coutreau. Late 20s, early 30s, matches all the ID victims. She happened to be 28. Nothing remarkable about it. This was another alley job. Pile of wood there again. Nothing super remarkable about it. People around taking pictures. Detectives are there kind of being like, yep, here's another one. Like, oh, the FBI's here kind of thing. They kind of walk you through it. You stay in the car fire starter or no? I stay in the car. Yeah. Yeah, They just kind of walk you through it. They're like, yeah, no, it matches all the other stuff. You'll be here tomorrow if you want to get some, if you probably woke you up kind of thing. Like, we can process it for you or whatever. So you did something a while back that didn't work out then. But you want to try and like subtly tap one of the pieces of wood with one of the um, Elder Sign bullets, uh, Florence? Uh, yeah, I'm going to put gloves on, of course, and I'm just going to have the bullet like cup. Sure. And I'm going to lean down like I'm taking a look at it. And I imagine I'm not going to actually be touching it, but I'm like, I'm close to it. But yeah, I want to see if there's a reaction. Yeah, so kind of you get the bullet real close to it and it's real small and you can barely feel it through the rubber gloves, but there's a spark. It's there. It's almost like a static discharge or something, but it's wood. It's non-static. It doesn't cause static electricity. You're also wearing rubber gloves. It doesn't make sense, but yeah, it's there and then it's gone. Just kind of a quick little jolt of some kind. Oh, well, that bullet's going back into her, um, her pocket. So the crime scene hasn't been processed yet, so we can't touch or move anything right now, right? Nah. Lawrence is going to start looking around. Yeah, you can spend some time there and look around, but you're not going to find anything different. Again, like it's this weirdly clean crime scene. It matches all the theories you've had so far. Like the wood pile seems to be like, yeah, if almost like something was standing there, killed this woman and then fell where it was standing or something like that. Or yeah, all of your kind of like understanding of how these crime scenes have gone line up with this. Like nothing is surprising about this. Nothing is off. Like again, there's just, People don't get murdered this cleanly either. There should be prints. There should be more strangulation marks. There should be, like, skin under fingers. Every murder Florence has participated in ends in a fiery fucking fireball. Yeah. So yep. there should definitely be fire here. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, again, the local PD are kind of, they're helpful enough, but also kind of this is their, they've been through a bunch of these at this point. Like, it's kind of a, yep, it's another one of these. They're a little kind of matter of fact about it, like, for better or worse, the ones indoors are a tad more interesting, at least, because there's signs of struggle. There's nothing to kind of get knocked around or damaged here. It's just kind of, it's a prime location, if you will, and uh, another one of these happened. 
What's the nearest body of water? So kind of a couple of blocks away, like again, like if you're looking out of the alley, kind of from the end, out across the street, and kind of uh, down in that direction, kind of a ways away, there's construction yard. And it looks like some rainwater's collected in like a ditch or something like that. I see. Um, I mean, Florence wants to go over there and see if, if it's a construction site. That means that probably like at least semi-muddy around yeah. that area. Let's nope. see if there are any cracks. That's right. Go over there. Yeah. What's your search at again? Fifty-four. That's high enough. So yeah, it's it's dark. So it's kind of, it takes you a couple times to find it. But yeah, eventually you do find slightly bigger than kind of human footprints, starting at kind of the edge of the water and walking out in the direction of the murder scene. I kind of, if you were to estimate this person's like seven, eight feet tall, this kind of makes sense gate wise and spacing wise. They're not feet though they're kind of like generic almost cartoon foot or shoe impressions kind of like if you put something in the rough shape of a foot and pressed it into dirt that's what you'd make the imprint of kind of thing like it's not a it's no toes there's no heel it's just kind of like yeah this is a super generic foot like shape um as you get real close to it a couple of the things kind of show maybe some signs like some indentations that look almost like bark or like wood crack or something the weirdest part is that the footprints don't like start at the edge of the water. They almost seem to come up out of the water. Like there's one that's kind of half out of the water, half in. And the now that you're closer, this kind of collection of rainwater, it's eh, eight feet wide, foot deep at most kind of thing. It's just kind of an accidental, hey, there's a puddle of water at this point that's a little bit deep and inconvenient on this construction site. I'll return and relay the information I found. All right. Well, I'm just following along with uh, Lawrence. Are you returning that back to Fire Charter or are you telling me? You. Okay. I'll text Firestarter too. Firestarter texts back. Are there any security cameras on the construction site? After reading that, I'll do a quick, uh, I want to do kind of a, a search, see if I find any. What's your search at? 49. Yeah, there aren't any security cameras. Okay. So I'll reply back and say, no, no cameras. Firestarter texts back. Where does this, where does the construction site source their wood? An animal lumber yard? Uh, what are you looking for out of this, I guess? Firestarter kind of texts, all right, so this does not need to be an established body of water. It can just come from any kind of water. What do we need to add to that water in order for this entire thing to grow? It's not like someone just throws a seed in there. There's a seed somewhere, and then things just start springing to life. Unless, of course, there is crazier shit has happened. I roll emoji. Lawrence just responds saying, I think we should focus on the tree and work back. Gotcha. Do you want me to cause a distraction to see if you can swipe some of the wood or swipe anything? I'm good. Thumbs up emoji. So what you doing? Well, we're done. So yeah. back to the motel at this point. Uh, I think we need to stop by Walmart, get fire started, some new clothes and, and whatnot. Is, yeah, is there a 24 hour Walmart? Because at this point it's past like. Yeah, if you probably wait a couple hours, something will open up. You can do that. Like, I'm happy just hand waving, restocking on clothing and stuff like that, too. Okay. So I'm thinking that one of us could just walk into that supply store and fly it, flash our fake badge and say, we're looking into it. We want to look at your camera footage. One of us could just delete it and then walk out. Or we can burn it down. Well, all three of us were kind of on camera. My face clearly. Florence, you were caught talking to the dude we just killed. So it might be a little suspicious. I don't know how well it caught my face. Because I do have my cap, but I don't, I mean, yeah, it is, whatever we do, 
even if we do burn it down, we need to make sure that the hard drive on the computer is destroyed. Yeah, I think we can just flash our badge, get in there, and do that. We burn this place to the ground, considering that we also had another location burned to the ground. You know, they might link double arson. So, uh, yeah, let's not do the same MO for getting rid of this evidence. I guess the question is here, who wants to go in and uh, delete the footage? I mean, it could be simple enough that one of us goes in right before closing, waits in the bathroom, and once everyone's gone, just go into the office, delete the footage, destroy the hard drive, and then break out and we leave. I could start an electrical fire on the other side of the mall. No fires. We just said no arson. It's an electrical fire. As long as I just make it seem as if something just kind of went amiss. Like, what's it called? Copy and more. They, he said that the, those things were self-installed. What if they just malfunction? I mean, who here is super stealthy? Uh, that'd probably be John. Out of character, I'm at a 50, but I've been known a pretty, pretty, pretty sneaky kind of time. We could just walk in, have somebody like talk to the staff and someone else just slip into the office. I mean, there are a lot of ways we can do it. I'll say the badge flash is probably a good enough approach even. Yeah, I would say we can just go in there, show off the badge, claim asset forfeiture, and take the damn computer. We have badges. Let's yeah, just use it. them. Yeah. <laughs> the manager didn't even know the drives were there. We can literally flash the badge, take the computer and the hard drives, and be done with it. We don't need to start fires. You know, there are other businesses that we... T- or that are innocent that we don't need to mess with. Not like I'm setting a pet co on fire or anything else. That would have been like big box, something stupid. Fine. It's probably a better idea. You guys, like, I'm going to go just change up. They need to make sure I don't look like myself anymore. All right. Well, I'll go uh, when they open. Might as well get it done early. So, since we hand wave the clothing, what time is it right now, roughly? Yeah, we'll say probably getting close to 2, 3 a.m. at this point. And they open at what? I think you said it was like 8 a.m.? Yeah, something like that. And I'm more than kind of happy to hand wave some of the kind of stream of like events at this point. There's one, if you choose to go down it, I'm going to kind of make us play out more. But yeah, you, you all have the equipment and kind of the know-how and you're dealing with kind of bored civilians for most of this that no one's going to care. Okay. Someone shows up, flashes an FBI badge, says we need to inspect your computer. No one at Copies and More gets paid enough to take a hard <laughs> line on that one. Yeah. So I'm going to go in there and literally just claim asset forfeiture and take the damn hard drive. Yeah, he probably like demands a receipt and stuff like that. And you probably can like spit something off at him or kind of like just like push out of there with the computer at that point. Easy enough. Yep. Florence writes a fake one for him. She's got a bureaucracy of 85. Yeah, that's more than enough. Makes it looks official. Now that you've seen a warrant courtesy of kind of your time in New York, you could even kind of fake something that looks official for that. Yeah, he makes like, again, like we kind of talked about this back then. People don't know what most of this stuff looks like. There's some piece of paper that says, hey, I'm illegally sounding. Hey, I'm taking this stuff courtesy of the FBI. Probably going to work on most people. Mm-hmm. And if not, you're pretending to be the FBI. The FBI is scary enough as it is, compi- kind of compounded with, think of this as FedEx Kinko's employees, but they non-chain. They do not care. Mm-hmm. If they do, there's something very wrong with them. Once we have the hard drive, we should start looking for the church, right? Yeah, so you cleaned up copies and more going to the library now where, where are you going next to kind of research again also you're now running on kind of exhaustion rules so we're going to have that minus in there unless everyone's pounding caffeine through all of this and pounding caffeine well i'm guessing since it was at 2 a.m and all that stuff the time between two and opening we slept right i guess you probably did that that, that, that makes a certain amount of sense actually i'll say that i slept in the yeah. parking lot or something yeah, that makes sense yeah so that's, that's enough that's, yeah that'll be mine <laughs> 
Yeah, Florence is probably running on adrenaline from hearing Meyer Lethrotap and the other two of you are uselessly being in bad places, so that, that's enough. Okay. Good point to bring up. I'm just going to do computer research on this stuff. Uh, I'll go to the library with people if they want, but... Yeah, I'll, I'll go, just because considering how Florence is shook up, my mindset for my character right now is whatever this is, is enough that it's actually flustered Florence that I'm going to stick by close in case shit goes down. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So you don't learn much at the library when you kind of go through there. You do learn the last person to check that book out, though, was Jim Williams, and that was roughly four years ago. Been out ever since. He hasn't been back. There's a bunch of late fees attached to it. They're like, yeah, no, we never bothered to kind of replenish it because it's not a very popular book. Like, one person has checked it out in the last four years and they bothered to return it kind of thing. You're possibly the first one to ask about it since he checked it out. You just want to steal it, John? They don't have it. Not in stock. We should go check out his house. He's got his fucking keys. It's a book. We could. I'm gonna Google search whether or not there's a free PDF online. Nah, this is some kind of obscure local history book type of thing. Not very popular. It's hard yeah. even finding one for sale. Like it's old, like out of print. Even like the people that made it probably gone out of business twice over. We should go to Jimmy's house, anyways. He said that fucker's name. That means that he's probably got something there, a vector that needs to be expunged. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Might as well. Do I need to be carrying more than my normal set of things? Because you're pretty shook up. Am I expecting to see some shit? I would expect to see some shit, yeah. Okay. You uh, got any of those magic bullets on you? I've got a total of... What, what, kind of, what kind of weapon do you want it for? I'll do it for my 9 mil. I have 12 revolver shots, if you want to use my revolver. That's fine. I'll uh I'll ankle I'll ankle holster the revolver then. You guys want to bring in some backup? To do what? Backup. We're just gonna I mean, like if you wanna go ahead and just condemn others to their deaths. This is how people get involved usually. We need help. If we're gonna end up into a I don't know if we're going to end up in a fight, but if we end up in a fight with something having to do with neuroweapons, I think that we want backup. But do you think we can handle it ourselves? I'm fine with that. No, I mean like we we can. We can. I mean Officer Williams has been absolutely eager uh to kind of see what we've been up to and what we're doing mixed in with the fact that he is also uh legally allowed to carry a gun wherever the man's close to retirement are we really gonna drag him into this i mean he wants in it seems like yeah i mean like what's it called just because we're fucking up a life that we know a name to doesn't mean it's gonna weigh on our conscious all the time all the goddamn time we're gonna forget about him in like what two months Look, he's the exact kind of person we work with. This is this is exactly what we look for when we recruit people. Somebody who goes out of his way, even though it's kind of illegal, to help us, and he's teaming for more. Look at you. <laughs> Damn, how 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 much do you hang out with fiddlesticks on the regular? We don't see each other often. I know her influence is pretty intense, but goddamn. Anyway, let's get him a coffee at least. Florence was uh, Officer Williams, and ask him if he wants in on uh, in on a job. Yeah, he enthusiastically says yes. Um, hey, he's even off the clock right now. All right. Well, she'll text him a location. Uh, where do we want to meet him? Probably just like at a park or something where we can talk freely. Mm, that sounds like a plan. Just uh, tell me where to go. Just a quick powwow. Do we tell him what happened to Jimmy? Because he might be a little suspicious. Yes. No. All right. Cool. Doesn't need to. I. I. I can go either way. 
I mean, not yet, anyway. She will preface that he should probably bring his gear. Oh, beans. So what park? Uh, not the one that we went to before. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, probably not that one. Uh, uh, let's just pick a, another park near his house, I guess, or something. Apartment building makes sense, too. Like, you, you have an address for his place and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, let's just see if we can just go by his place. Yeah. Okay. That's saying Williams can't do because the address was, yeah, the address on the ID was bad, but it's like he can provide for you super easily. You probably even have off of the various kind of reports and say, again, Jimmy was a suspect in this or was kind of brought in for questioning on a bunch of this. He wasn't the, he wasn't the lead suspect, but he was kind of a noted person through all of this. Yeah. So kind of convene kind of, we'll say early kind of 11 a.m. or something like that, the, at the, that, uh, Jimmy's apartment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Officer William pulls up. In his patrol car kind of parks it, kind of gets out. He's dressed in his uh, kind of streetwear stuff. Looks at you. He's like, This is your guy's game. I'm just here as backup, I guess. Here, uh, get in the car with us for a minute. We just want to talk and make sure you're ready for what we might have to do. Yeah, he gets in. This is your last chance to back up. Nah, I, I'm scared, but I kind of want to see what all this is about, I guess. Like, I've called in a bunch of stuff. This is the first time well, anyone's shown up, anyone I've dealt with, I guess. I've no, it sounds dumb, but I want to know. Did you bring your vest? I have taps his chest. He's like, wearing it already. Do you have spares? And it looks at you confused. He's like, I figured that'd be the type of equipment you'd bring yourselves. Yeah, Florence <laughs> just, like, taps her chest. I, yeah. I tap my chest, like, you don't know, you don't have one, Firefighter? You should have told me. It's not that. It's not that. I may or may not have forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say you didn't because Firestarter's not that much of an idiot. Okay, retcon. I'll even play it off as he's so used to wearing one at this when he forgets he's wearing it, kind of thing. Like he like has to remind us, like, all right, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest or something. Yeah. I, right, you are a competent Delta Green agent. You're not like waking up in the morning and being like, well, guess I'm not wearing my Kevlar vest today because it's Tuesday. That's just not a thing you do. <laughs> Wait, hold up. I crack open my shirt <clears throat> sorry may or may not have a gone way, a little too undercover last night okay we're going in there uh, i am positive that whatever this guy was into is is something we need to deal with uh, you might see some stuff in there that don't make a whole lot of sense and that's kind of the expected and we might end up in a fight i don't know but it needs to get taken care of so just be ready for that you're going in yeah yeah, you got the keys, you get up to the apartment easily enough, you find it, you got all the address stuff. Officer Williams kind of follows along through all of this. He's, he's surprised you have the keys even. He's like, why are we at Jimmy Williams' place? I just look over and say, don't ask questions right now. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, kind of like nods his head to that. So, apartment building is kind of a generic, normal apartment building. Nothing super special about it. Six stories tall. A little bit older on the interior side of things. One might guess that maybe it's kind of designed for older renters of some kind, not quite kind of assisted care, but don't need the new fangle gadgets just based on kind of walking down the hallways. It's got kind of an outdated aesthetic to it. You find a store pretty easily, open it up, and it's a pretty kind of normal apartment. It kind of opens up into a big kind of main kitchen, living room area. Off to the right when you walk in is a bathroom, and kind of across from that there appears to be a hallway that goes down to your guest bedroom area or something like that. As you step in, though, it becomes very clear once you're kind of like past the doorway and kind of looking the door, the wall that was kind of at your left as you walked into the room. 
Jimmy was definitely the person behind at least some part of this. There is a picture of every single victim on a wall right as you walk in kind of thing. And they're all kind of weird angle photos. Some of them are in color. Some of them are kind of grainy security camera footage. All But every person, you've seen pictures of these corpses. You've seen every single one of these people in the morgue kind of thing. They were all victims in one way or another and kind of taped to them and written in a couple of spaces. It's like a phone number or a credit card number, or a copy of an ID. Sometimes it's like, a passport photo pinned onto a larger photo or something like that. A lot of camera equipment around. The shades are kind of full blackout shades. It's very dark in this room, but some light kind of seeps in. It's got a bit of a smell to it, kind of that smell of someone that lives alone and doesn't really take care of their place all that well. It's not a great apartment either. Like It's still got that kind of old carpet that no one wants anymore. But yeah, you're now in Jimmy's apartment. And yeah, your suspicions about Jimmy, based on just kind of a quick glance around, probably true. Picture of the person who was killed last night. Is that in here? Yep. What in the one hour photo is this? So a question when we're looking at this, the photos that are taped up on the wall of the victims, are these photos that were released to the public or in news clippings or are these original photos? These are original photos. You've never seen these photos before. Again, like I'll say, some of them are kind of like angles you might see from security camera footage. I'll just give this to you one too. Like, a couple of them match the footage that you'd see of yourself as you walked into copies and more based on the security camera that's right on the front door. Some of them are kind of like creeper shots from like a long, like an extended zoom camera or something like that. None of these photos, except for maybe like one or two that look like passport photos or something, are photos these people knew were being taken. Okay. But they're all while they were still alive. None of the photos are, oh, yeah, these are, these are all alive. taken these are all, of their bodies. Yeah, these okay. are all people kind of up and about doing something. Maybe it's kind of sitting on a porch. Maybe it's them at, like walking into copies and more. It's, yeah, they're all very much alive in these photos. Okay. Are there any photos of people who are, have not been murdered? No. Are our photos on there by any chance? No. All right, we need to tear this place apart. Well, I'm going to look for booby traps. The man was suspicious. So I want to do a search to see if he had set up any makeshift security cameras inside his own apartment. What's your search at? My search is at 50. No, no, no. Yeah. No, it's what's it 49. At? 49. <laughs> That's enough still. Yeah, you're, you're, on, you're on edge at this point. Yeah, you. this place is wired. Like every corner, every vantage point, there's cameras kind of like there's no not security camera kind of thing. And. I'll even throw in for part of this, like looking at this, like oh, there's a computer in kind of the left corner of the room when you walk in. It's just showing all the various feeds. Like you can see yourself on the camera feeds on this computer. We need to rip the hard drives. Wait, 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 wait. Who's 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 good at computers? Because just because this uh, camera feed is happening now doesn't mean that it's being streamed to a cloud. I was going to check and see. Well, I want to roll this, or I want to basically roll it to see if this is like air-gapped closed camera system or if this is streaming outward sure i'll investigate the computer it sounds like yeah what's your comp sci at florence 50 these are not streaming out this is just kind of a local wi-fi system coming directly to this machine or kind of some hard wires to it yeah it's there's no cloud recording as part of any of this okay man i do not want to have to open the door to his bedroom i feel like this man has more secrets than being in a feet look let's work our way through i'm gonna rip the hard drives out of these computers okay uh, Williams, just keep an eye out. Watch my back while I'm doing this. Yeah, sure. Um, was this what you were expecting to find here? This is just kind of some weird 
photographer place, as best as I can tell. What do you mean? He's clearly the murderer. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, beyond that, yeah, that's definitely kind of points. There's like a, yes, I, I mean, besides the obvious serial killer murder wall, I thought there'd be something weirder here, I guess. Like, I, based on the way you were talking, I'm, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but like, I don't know, like a summoning circle or dragon <laughs> skull or something <laughs> strange. We're not playing fucking Dungeons and Dragons, Williams. Man, I don't know. The person that told me to call that number so many years ago said, like, that's, that was exact, it's exact words. Like, if I ever saw, like, a summoning circle or a, call it a witch bag or something at a crime scene to give them a call. Yeah. So, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a tad, kind of gesturing, like, with all the build, this is a tad disappointing. Yes, there's a serial killer murder wall, but, like, come on, I was expecting incense and candles and... I, I don't Look, there's a whole nother part to this that you can tag along for if you want. We also haven't searched the whole apartment. Ah, oh, fair, fair. I walk over and lean over to John. I kind of whisper to him, hey, I would keep an eye on the door as well, just in case, I don't know, there's something kind of weird about Officer Williams. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll stick close to Florence on this one. All right. Hey, Williams, you want to see Creep's bedroom? Yeah, sure, I guess. All right, so Williams and Firestar, you're off to kind of search the bedroom area? Yes. Yeah, so you, you open the door, you kind of pass the bathroom on the way there, you have off a little mini hallway there, open up the door to the bedroom, and again, it's maybe not what you were expecting. It's more camera equipment. There's kind of select photos of the victims, maybe some better photos, some higher quality prints of some kinds, some better camera work on them. It's very creepy. Like This is definitely some... Again, lining up your suspicions, this is some stalker nest if you've ever been inside of one. A collection of kind of books on various shelves, a couple kind of like ones on desks and stuff like that. Again, nothing screaming occult based on kind of first glances around the place. Agent Lawrence, you're busy kind of tearing apart the computer. You were any searching on the computer before? I just started pulling hard drives and wiping magnets and putting holes in them. No, I was actually not going to brick them at all. I was just going to rip them out and take a look at them later. All right, cool. Yeah, so you're archiving those. That makes sense. What are you doing through all this, Foxtrot? Well, I was I was just going to assist uh, Florence with the computer stuff because uh, I was sticking close to her. Yeah, that's fair. No, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. As you're trying to put the computer, you're looking around the room. You do eventually kind of find the, the book in question, the one you can find at the library, the one that Jimmy checked out a while ago. Start going through it. What's the plan at this point, Firestarter? I'm definitely going to be looking through that book to see if he has any kind of annotations i will be taking that with me all right so you open the book i do open the book yeah so you open the book and the book is just blank pages i call for florence and um actually i want to roll on a cult or a natural which which would be the one you would want me to roll what are you looking for i guess does this make any sense to me or does this sound like it could kind of trigger some concepts or ideas it's definitely weird, but it's just a book that in theory contained pictures and words and other stuff that's just blank, weathered pages all of a sudden. You start flipping through it at all? Like, what, what do you, I, what, like, how do you interact with this book? I start flipping through it a little bit. Is it all just straight up blank? Nah, so you get about 10 pages and you come across a page that just says, hello there, Mr. Gaff. What? I call for Florence and um, uh, Foxtrot. Guys? I'm sorry, I'm just curious. I really want to know what the cop's reaction is first. He's just kind of staring at this confused. He like looks at you. He's like, who's Mr. Gaff? Don't ask questions. Oh, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. Lawrence, Foxtrot. Hold on. I'm almost done. Be there in a sec. 
No. God damn it. What is it? The book's talking to me. Close it. I, I don't, I don't, what if, what, what if I close it and it disappears? It's talking to me right now. Well, keep it talking until we're done over here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I love how nonchalant this is. Florence is like looking at John like, look, is he fucking stupid? I'm just like shaking my head like, <sighs> he's a prankster. Okay. All right. Um, how may I refer to you? Uh, book. It's a book. You're talking to a book. I flip the page. Not more blank pages. Keep flipping through more blank pages. I will say that around like page 500 of 200 pages, it seems like there's an awful lot of pages in this book all of a sudden. Give me a sand check. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I like the way you delivered that line very nonchalantly, by the way, Charlie. 27% out of 50. Yeah, so that that book has way too many pages. No sand damage, but like you're somehow you're you're in the center of the book and you keep flipping pages and it's not like there's more pages appearing on the left, but the ones on the right aren't going down either. All right, I close the book and I look at the police officer <laughs> and Officer Williams. How how much of that did you see? Are you okay? He's kind of looking at you confused, like it's just a book, right? Okay, cool, awesome. Give me alertness at minus twenty. Alertness at minus twenty. God damn it. Failure at 46%. He, again, seems very kind of nonplussed about all of this. Like, it's just, uh, this is it. Like, this is what three people from out of town, this, like, Cloak and Daggers organization are so freaked out about a book full of blank pages that said some rando's name in it. That's, this is all very underwhelming. All right. Hey, Officer Williams, do you mind checking the closet? Last time we encountered a situation like this, there was... A couple, like, hidden kind of doors and whatnot. I'm just going to look through some of these photos, kind of see what I can get from there. And it looks to you like, yeah, sure, I'll check them. I don't think I'll find anything. Kind of wanders over, opens up the closet, starts going through stuff. It's just kind of lots of khaki pants and not super fashionable shirts. Gotcha. I text the group very quickly. Officer Williams, possibly dangerous, dealing with unnatural item. He is not phased, period. Send. So Foxtrot and Florence wandered in yet, or are they still kind of going through the computer stuff? What are they doing at this point? Well, did we finish all the computer stuff already? Yeah, you've pulled the hard drives by now. It's pretty easy to do that. Okay, then yeah. Then we head on in. Yeah, so kind of, you wander into the room without turning around. Officer Williams says, kind of as he's going through this stuff, Ah, Javier, Dr. Nephili, thank you for joining us finally. Uh, What do you mean by us? As in you and me? You two, or you and somebody else. So Officer Williams at this point kind of turns around. His eyes are just black. Not like black demon eyes from bad kind of sci-fi or fantasy or modern urban fantasy shows. I'm talking like black. Void, end of the universe, emptiness of space, cold, unfeeling oblivion, black. And kind of like slowly around his mouth, there's a creeping kind of discoloration of that same blackness. Just ever so like his lips have turned blue and they're starting to kind of like starting to creep out across his mouth as he's standing and looking there at you. Seems very kind of nonplussed by all of this still. Looks at Firestarter. Us, me, them, you. So from when I walked in, I'm able to see all this. What oh, yeah, no, like, it's, obviously, it's right? very obvious that this is happening. Like it's, it's hard to miss okay. this. Like it is. There's no alertness, there's no search, like this is some what-the-hell-is-going-on moment. Okay, so my first reaction is to immediately grab the revolver that has the magic bullets 
Yep. Aim right at him. William seems kind of nonplussed by all of this, too. Kind of looks at Agent Florence. It is good to see you again. No. Looks at Agent Firestarter. We haven't been formally introduced, but I believe you know a friend of mine well. Looks at Foxtrot. You're a bit of an anomaly. You don't have a lot of friends, so maybe our past passed once, though. Um, Havoc scratches his head for a second. Oh, that's right, my child. It was back in, was it Iran or Afghanistan that you raided that temple? It doesn't matter. I was there. Impressive work. Fed well that day. Kind of like turns around, goes back to rummaging in the closet, like as he's looking for this. Everyone give me a sand check. 85 failure. I fumbled that shit. 69 failure. All right, if you failed, it's 1d6 sand damage. If you fumbled, you were just locked at this. Like, you don't know what's going on right now. Uh, I still, I'm still rolling the 1d6, correct? Yep. You guys know what time it is. Oh, I know. Who am I dumping this one point of sand loss onto? <laughs> I'm going to dump whatever I can onto Cider. All right, so after all this sand damage, so um, so whoever's dumping, give me the willpower rolls. That'll be how much I, you can I, dump. It's just a d4, right? Yep, that's the d- one d4, yep. Oh, thank God. I'm not, not completely fucking mm. bond. All right, so how much of a bond do you have left with Cider even at this point? I Foxtra? have one. All right, so your score. So you have destroyed that bond with any dump you can. So yeah. you only managed to offload one Sandy onto that of the, you rolled a six, I believe. So not only yeah. are you still taking five sand damage, you are frozen. Like this is, this is crept in your mind. This is some peak unnatural bullshit at this point. You kind of join Firestarter in the, well, this is terrifying category kind of thing. Like you're just stuck in this moment as this thing this nonchalant by all measures not monstrous but by every measure so much more monstrous than anything else you've seen so far on your operations just kind of goes about searching a closet for you for no apparent reason okay so before i continue the five sand damage puts me exactly at my breaking point we will deal with that later but yes so yeah no sand damage is happening Arthur, do you unload your sand damage or just tanking it? Last time I tried to unload some sand damage, I died. I'm just going to eat this for like right. a second and I'll figure it out. Fair enough. No, that's fine. Who are you offloading that sand damage on to uh, Agent Florence? Uh, her mentor. All right. Yeah. All right. That makes a certain amount of sense. Um, people of power, people of great wisdom, et cetera, et cetera. So no one could prepare me for this. Yeah, no. I've... Why does no one warn you about these types of things? So, oh my God. <laughs> Like, as he turns around, she, like, pulls up her shotgun and, and kind of racks it back and says, what the fuck are you doing? This thing turns to you and looks kind of shocked and surprised. Mr. Gaff asked me to search the closet. I thought I'd oblige him. The end of this is amusing to me. It's been a while since one of my smaller projects went this awry. Where's the church? I have smiles, a little bit too big a smile. The teeth are a little bit too white at this point. Like. So they're being bleached or polished and kind of, you can't find it anymore. It's gone. Well, not gone, but not there anymore. The killings here are done then? Kind of shrugs at this. For now, Mr. Williams is dead, kind of looks at himself and, I don't know about this Mr. Williams, but the one I had a deal with of sorts is past. I just want to reiterate that book that I have is in my back pocket. Yep. 
the thing that his officer Williams looks at Lawrence, looks at Firestarter, looks at Boxtrot, and he's like, if that's all, I, we can end this. I, I can be leaving now if you wish. The game is over. Congratulations, you've won this round. No need for anyone else to get hurt. She actually kind of like lowers the, the barrel of the shotgun a little and, and asks, why are you here? Shrugs and smiles again. My answer to that is not one that you can understand, Doctor. It's not so much a here as, where am I not? You know what happened up in Vermont? And smiles at all this. Oh, I know all about Vermont and Chicago and New York and Philadelphia. And pauses for a second. Maybe not Philadelphia yet, but I must be going. Again, well played, agents. The, the game is over. My pawn is off the board. You wish to know more, kind of extends a hand. We can always make a deal. Maybe next time. As smiles at this. Do say hello to Miss Pierce for me. Remind her of our understanding, if you will. Well, that'll be hard after what happens next, but maybe you'll remember this. Maybe you won't. I just snaps his fingers and everyone passes out. You all kind of wake up on the floor. Officer Williams is kind of foaming at the mouth, screaming in kind of this weird fetal position. The apartment is bare. Anything that looked like a book or anything that kind of an ancient civilization might understand as an object is just gone. Like the bed is down to, there's no mattress left. It's just kind of the bed frame. The hard drives you pulled are still there. But yeah, it's the place has just been gutted of anything in any way, shape or form useful or even item wise. Is I want to, attend to the officer if I can. Yeah. And he's just screaming, kind of mumbling incoherently about the cult of the black tongue and plans within plans and Oh no, this is not a temporary break in sanity, is it? <laughs> oh no. Well, better him than us, I guess. Yeah, he's he's just going on about things after thing after thing. Um thousands of mouths, the uh constantly beating drum. Hearing him go on about this actually is a little bit of a problem, kind of just what he's spouting off is not is impossible and does not exist. But everyone give me a sand check at this as you're just watching this person rock back and forth, just spouting insane words and concepts and maybe the occasional mathematical formula. Are you fucking so, kidding me with this 47 out of 46, Sam? So are we going to address my already at breaking point thing first, though? I, we'll see if I push it past you now. Okay. Uh, roll sand. Yep. 81 out of 39 failure. All right. So this is a 1d4 of sand damage as you kind of watch this guy rock back and forth, just incoherently rambling about all of this. And three for me. All right. You have no bond, so you have to tank that. Yep. Three for me as well. Three for me as well. Anyone offloading or just all got tank? Yes. <laughs> of course, Florence is offloading. All right. The question is on to who. Yeah, so you managed to offload three. Successfully, you do take four kind of willpower points damage, or you lose four of willpower point. You offloading any fire starter or no? So offloading, just to make sure, it's um, roll 1d4, and then what is willpowered? No, so whatever number you get for that, you lose for willpower, and you can offload that many points also against Vaughn. So if it's a one, it's only one against everything. But if it's a four and you only can offload three, you still offload the full three, but you still lose the forward willpower. Okay. I have such a low breaking point, but I don't want to hit that point. Let's let's try to offload the shit. That's right. Shred those bonds. Uh, we can only offload one, but 
yep. take two. Yep. Better than the previous. We are offloading it onto. I'm offloading it onto my bar friends. That makes because, sense. Like what kind of comfort and what kind of fucking real type of friendship are they? I'd go one step further. This is a normal person caught in the crossfire. What you just saw happen could happen to any of them. That's a problem. Mm. Who are you offloading onto, Florence? Mentor. All right. Or incident, please. No, they can't find it in his system. We, we're, he, they're not going to find him. Officer Williams was never here. We're taking his car. No. We are. His car has a GPS tracker. Oh, God damn it! He came here because he thought Jimmy was the... Jimmy was the killer. He found nothing. He broke and he shot himself. <sighs> you need to clean the scene before we leave. Make sure we don't leave anything behind. Clean the scene? The scene cleaned itself. You see what's around us right now? I check my back pocket to see if the book's still there. I mean, the book from that you had the word uh, Mr. Gaff in it? Yes. It's gone. It's gone. Well, stage it. Make it look like somebody left in a hurry and clean up any of our DNA. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'll get right to it. Uh, anyone have a silencer? Anyone know how to silence gunfire? Or we leave that to the very last, very last thing. Very last thing. I'll go start the car. All right. You know what? Is there anything to gag um, Williams with? You could gag with like some of his clothing or something. Like that, or just strip off your clothing or something. Makeshift gags exist. Also, there's maybe a dish towel left after the cleanse happened. Cool. Then I'm gonna like try to find something just to shove something in his mouth, so we don't have to hear any more of his uh, lunacy. Yeah. So kind of now that you're dealing with this, you have a chance for this all to seep in. Everyone, roll me a one d four. You got a two. I got a two. I got a four. All right, so you all gain that on a natural, just listening to Officer Williams' diatribe of impossible things you know to be true. Rants about the Court of Azathoth. He rants about just kind of Naira Lethrotep's plans within plans. He rants about the, the beautiful shore of Carcosa and its majestic king. Just everything coming out of his mouth is just dribble and insane and dumb. But yeah, no, it's just mayhem coming out of his mouth. But Deep down, you all know this is true. Look at that sanity drop. Oh, man. My max sanity. <laughs> <laughs> it almost matches my current. <laughs> oh, that's bad. But good. But bad. I, <laughs> I almost... Oh, no. It doesn't matter if she keeps offloading. She's yeah. learning. <laughs> As they say, knowledge is a dangerous thing. But back to the situation at hand. So you go about kind of staging this and look at the suicide? Yes. Could we, oh, could we stage it so that way it, no, because the fire explosion's already happened and it's already been reported. Never mind. Suicide it is. All right. Yeah, you spend some time doing that. You get all kind of, there's not much to clean up. Like the place is immaculately clean now somehow. And yeah, like it's, Almost like something went through and just removed everything that wasn't supposed to be there, like reset the apartment back to standard apartment setting back from where it was empty or something like that. Why can't we just take him and dump his body? We don't need to leave a physical body. Like, yes, his car is here. But if anything else, we could always just kind of frame it as Officer Williams being part of it all. We, we don't want to make it complicated, all right? It needs to be believable. It, there needs to be less steps in everything that we do. Also, you would deny Officer Williams' family of his pension and stuff like that? You'd complicate their life further than that? That's that's cold, man. This just needs to be clean cut, all right? I know it 
sucks. But honestly, if we hadn't brought him, it would have been one of us in the closet. He did his job. I think, honestly, it was happening way before that. Because I asked him to look in the closet after I looked inside this little book. The book that none of you was coming by to help out with. I I got to, it, it was longer than the unabridged version of Les Mis. And it was the size of, like, my hand. I kept flipping pages and nothing, nothing actually was turning until it started talking to me. You've got to remember that when something is a vector, even for all of us, we need to try to limit exposure between us because we don't know how one of us is going to react to it. It could be visceral. It could be deadly. You're right. Ugh. Either way, someone get the car going and someone get the car ready. We, once, once we pop, we got to dip. Yeah, what time of day is it now? Yeah, it's like maybe noon. Like you weren't in there that long. Like you didn't spend a lot of time in the apartment by any measure. Florence is going to get the car ready. Is he just like silently weeping? Still trying to mutter stuff through his gag. Like he's not stopped talking insane things. Like maybe he will get graphic, I guess. But like there's a very real chance he will talk himself till his voice cords start to bleed and kind of his lips crack and stuff like that too. Like he is just a flowing stream of unwanted consciousness. Hmm. I dip down to where Officer Williams is, and I just start kind of talking to his ear. Hey, Officer Williams, your head's probably going crazy right now. There's so many things just cramming in all of the stuff. You can make it stop. You can make it stop. You have a gun. You have a gun on you. You can absolutely make everything stop. Does he respond to that? Give me a persuade. 12% success. Yeah, so kind of the madness has overtaken Officer Williams, but kind of like, He's not a human anymore, but kind of there's a brief kind of flash of humanity through his eyes, maybe across his face, and bound, kind of gagged, and still kind of not capable of stopping himself from talking, just still going kind of slowly, almost painfully nods in recognition to what you're saying, and kind of like starts to slowly move his hand towards where his service weapon is, kind of like it's all very pained, though, like. Moving his body is taking considerable amounts of effort and will. Like, he'll get there eventually, but, like, it's like watching a turtle walk across the floor. It's glacial and just kind of almost painful to that speed's moving kind of thing. Good boy. All right. Time to go. Everyone, hustle up. Take the gag out. Kind of plug my ears with my shoulder as well as my other, other, other finger. I grab the gag out of his mouth, and I just run. And kind of like as you do that, you very faintly hear just like somehow like layered into what he's saying, this kind of just insane diatribe, like a, a second voice is almost like like a thank you. And then kind of this is right back to spouting impossible nonsense that definitely is 100 percent true, unfortunately. So you just hightail it out of there. Everyone's out at this point. You're all in the car kind of thing. Correct. Yeah. My only thing is, well, I guess, well. No, never mind. We can address it later. Yeah. Nah, so kind of you're all in the car, you wait there for a couple seconds, you eventually do kind of, it seems like maybe it takes hours, maybe it's only a minute or two passes, you're not sure. Time is weird at this point for you. Your heart's just beating in your chest, adrenaline's firing kind of thing. Echoes are bouncing around your brain of kind of things you've just heard that are obviously untrue, but also somehow the truest thing you've ever heard. It's all just punctuated and you're snapped back to reality of a single sidearm gunshot they drive away yeah well i'm glad i didn't have to get my hands dirty with that one all right let's go ditch the burners review deal with this car and then let's get out of here you call mr finch as part of this to kind of inform him the office complete yeah yeah 
you get a hold of them, you kind of like you run them through the how much of this do you tell them? I guess like you brief them on the entire situation or just that it's done. I he picks up and I say it's done and hang up. Yeah. Receive a text, drive the car back to Atlanta, dispose of it there. Good work. Uh yeah. She will um I, I guess she's driving because she went and got the car ready. So once we're yep. out out of the city and on our way back, uh she is going to take out her burner phone, snap the SIM card, toss the burner phone, uh or take the battery out and then toss the burner phone out the window. I'll uh I'll do the same thing. You know. Look, both of you, I know that this is kind of breaking protocol, but things are shifting we're being hunted and now that we know that this person is a part of it i think that it's a good idea that we have a way to get in contact with each other are you suggesting that we are going to share our actual personal lives no just a phone number probably for the best despite how much i personally don't feel like this is going to be the most wise decisions we're being actively hunted we've already lost one of our team to them oh yeah forgot i was supposed to replace somebody I'm not going to lose somebody else because they didn't have anyone to call. Well, thankfully, no one died today. And except Officer Williams. No one important, but okay. Floor's <laughs> <laughs> a pullover off at like a, a rest stop or something and ask someone else to take over so she can look through the hard drives. I'll drive. Firestarter will pick up. And uh, after everyone kind of refuels and kind of recollects themselves at the gas station, I'm going to scoot on over to Atlanta. Did I find anything interesting on the hard drives? Nah, the hard drives are pretty innocuous. Um, actually, uh, what's your comp site again? 50. So it's buried really, really deep. Like, the chances of Jimmy knowing about this are low. But you kind of, like, several directories down and then a hidden folder inside a hidden folder inside of, like, a function file of some kind, disguised as an application. You find a simple textful that someone has spent the time to kind of using the letter o make what looks like an i of some kind oh do i recognize this at all recognize it for what it is no recognize kind of what it's going for yeah this is some kind of like forum type art you would do this is the type of thing that back in the early days of the internet before it kind of you could easily share gifts and images and chat you would type out like this is the before emojis before kind of that would spend time taking letters and making kind of these crude drawings like oh i see you or something like that or hey it's a dinosaur out of the letter k or something like that or it's a k made out of the letter k like it's old internet kind of deep internet though too like it's got that kind of internet lore to it if you will but nothing about it is inherently all that interesting okay she uh she will get a good look at it uh, so she can remember it in the future. Uh, she's going to brick that hard drive. Yep. Then she is going to make sure that that is not lurking around in her computer now. I guess you need me to roll something for that? Nah, it's not. Like, it's not, it didn't transfer anything as best you can tell. Like, it's not like you ran a program or anything like that. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then um, that, that was it. Yeah. You got real busy real quick right there, Dr. Florence. Care to share what you found? Uh, you mean on the computer? The one that you just kind of immediately started taking care of? Yeah. Uh, do you really want to know? A little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, she'll describe it. Does this trigger any memory of when Firestarter started, started, started? I mean, on various operations, you've seen the occasional I thing, like in your line of work. 
eyes are a thing, but it's not explicitly related to any previous operation you've been to. Again, like this is some kind of internet culture eye thing. Like, yeah, a crude drawing on someone's hand might like might look like this, but it's also it's a crude drawing at that point. This is stylized because of the someone spent time kind of typing this out and making it look like an eye. It's not like some just kind of like squiggle on someone's hand or something like that. Gotcha. Sounds like something I remember, but nothing specific. Not what I needed out of it. Plus, I had footage of us, so I got to get rid of it. So yeah, I mean, if if they're if they're willing, Florence will exchange phone numbers with them. Fire starter will share his personal phone number with them. Does Fox would even have a personal phone number? <laughs> I well, I mean, I have one that I basically use for work, but that's pretty much it. So no, I don't actually. Maybe share that number. Like that's kind of like your hard line, if you will. That's level like that's the number you're less likely to get rid of hypothetically. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll share the one. I mean, it is a cell phone because that's don't have how. To, though either, like it's not. I'm not pressuring anyway. I'm just kind of. This is more of a given. Who Foxtrot is? Would he even have like a cell phone plan? I think the answer is no. Well, not one. Not a. Yeah. Not not one that's basically a a public one. Yeah. I guess so. Hmm. I'll give him a Google Voice number. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. For an area I don't live in. All of this tracks still. <laughs> Florence gives a burner phone number, basically. Just one she hasn't used yet. You both have my real-ass cell phone number. I just want to let you both know that, uh, Dr. Florence, you are my chiropractor. Uh, saved on my phone. And, John, you are the local Pizza Hut. Uh, can you call me something other than a chiropractor? I don't know the first thing about that shit. You don't even need a PhD to practice it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was going to be such an offensive topic for you. I was just letting you in on the joke of what you were labeled under. Like, I'm not going to say secret agent, goddamn Dr. Florence. You are my goddamn chiropractor for the time being. I would hope you don't put that down. I could be fucking Santa Claus in your phone. I don't care. As long as you know who it is. Yes, because I will have the local Pizza Hut saved into my contacts. I mean, actually, for a firefighter, that actually kind of makes a certain amount of sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're just taking care of the car when we get back to Atlanta? I mean, car fire in Atlanta? Just just another day. Yeah, no, you're fine. That's easy. It's all you. So is it head back to Atlanta and go your separate ways time, or anything else you want to do as a group before we kind of close the operation out? One thing before we all separate, I know that we're compartmentalized and everything. We're not supposed to know a whole lot about each other. But if you think something's fucking off, you think you're being followed or something's just wrong don't confirm first let us know i want to be prepared because we weren't prepared when francis went missing that sounds reasonable oh shit francis is missing yeah i thought he was just not on the top no you're replacing him oh shit yeah she um hein told me about it while i was having my episode when we got back from vermont i was under the impression that i uh was replacing the other new guy well you're replacing both of them, so you got a lot of slack to pick up, but I'm confident in you. Mm. Mm. Look, I'm not ready to talk about him yet. Oh. He should still be alive. My apologies. I'm, uh, I won't touch, I won't tread on that subject. Anyway, I got a car to burn, so I will uh, see you when I see you. See you when we see you. Yeah, so you got your separate ways, uh, car fire in Atlanta, not super common, but also kind of, they happen a little bit, especially in certain parts of town, but yeah, no, no, no investigation to that whatsoever. It's not worth the radar, especially because it's uh, not a great car from a 
not the city. No one files an insurance claim on it or anything like that. So it's kind of a, eh, maybe it was stolen and some punks burned it just to hide the evidence or whatever. Yeah, you get your planes, you go back home. And that brings this operation to a close. Let's do some home scenes now. I guess, what is the, who wants to start with this? In theory, for Firestarter, this is kind of maybe a tad run of the mill given his time in T-Cell, but also things got weird in a hurry and you're dealing with a very kind of maybe tighter knit, but also paired under way you're not necessarily used to squad in F-Cell. Foxtrot, that thing knew your name and was pretty yeah. casual about it. And also, yeah. Like we that. also still need to address my uh, breaking point thing. Oh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Okay. You'll, you'll, you'll pick up a disorder as part of that. We will decide that before our next operation. Something okay, appropriate. Gotcha. Like, more importantly, you burned a bond all the way to the ground. You are bondless as far as I know, correct? No, actually, I do have one bond left. Who? Dr. Florence. Oh, right. Oh, you only have <laughs> right, you only have Delta Green Bonds left. That's bad. <laughs> you need to do your very best to keep me alive now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I die, things are not going to be good for you. <laughs> Vice versa, too. Why do you think I was sticking to you for this op? <laughs> you are the closest thing my character has to a friend. Maybe your dog doesn't like you anymore. Yeah, and I, I just no. like last, but like, last, last but not even, like, least, we have Florence that, like, this is another op that, like, went real weird real quick. You got the target, it's fine. Neurolepitheth is gonna fucking die. She knows that's not possible, but she hopes. Yeah, we'll uh, trap him in a lamp. Yeah, I mean, would this have been stressful enough to see if we formed any Delta Green Bonds? I would say watching a civilian kind of slowly rant out on the floor spilling unnatural secrets of the universe absolutely potentially leads to some delta green bots forming i figured we would have gotten that with uh doing the cleanup of the guy who uh got his femoral sliced but enough of you were accustomed to violence i'm like eh, it's messed up but like for two of you this is kind of day-to-day work at this point and like florence isn't the one that did it it's the guy that has like a bunch of other veteran packages on him and is a veteran of Delta Green, and the other guy's like, well, I'm just kind of used to this. Florence was just going to poison him. (laughs) She was just going to poison him and kill him that way, and then you got him, and she's like, oh, I see. Poisoning him is not going to get information. No, I mean, no, you did the right thing. Like, (laughs) it worked out. You were right. She was just like, oh, I see. Like I said, it's just a little bit of torture. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you can't floor it. You gotta, Pump the, pump the brakes. All right, so let's address the Delta Green bond first. Okay. Let's see a sand chest from everyone to see how this goes. 78 success. I fumbled the <laughs> fuck out of that. <laughs> well, so you make a Delta Green bond. Congratulations. Failure. All right, so I'm going to say that this kind of the streamline this um, fire starter, you now have a Delta Green bond with both Agent um, Boxtrot and Agent Florence on this one. Florence, you're not sure about this Firestarter guy, and Foxtrot, you pick up a bond with Firestarter. I already know enough about this this guy. Alright. It's a D4, right? Yeah. One D4? Yep. And you subtract this from other bonds you have, so in Foxtrot's case, no subtraction, you just kind of add to this. Well, no subtraction. I have one score bond with Dr. Florence. I don't uh, you can't subtract from Delta Green Bonds, or at least you oh, okay. shouldn't in this case. I'm not going to 
required to do that. Like, so you can't subtract anything more from cider. So yeah, just add that. So that's your Delta green bond that you now have with Firestarter. So it's a four better. Which, Oddly which enough, you're amazing. more amazing. I'm bonded more with Firestarter than Dr. Florence. <laughs> no, you're kind of birds of the feather. There's a certain kind of camaraderie and excessive violence. Like he got the job done and you probably as an individual respect that aspect of it. Like it's a, at all costs, we must achieve the op kind of thing. I say back on that makes a certain amount of sense. Yeah, I mean, we you can rock all... papers. We played rock paper scissors as who's he get to off of? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, you also get to increase uh, delta green bonds you have already if you fail the sand check by yeah. before as well. Oh, okay. Yep. So that puts us exactly the same for both of you. Four makes sense. Yeah. Doing my best not to get attached. Yeah, so let's do that, for lack of a better phrase, that fallout. So we've dealt with all that stuff. We have, we have some nice new Delta Green Bonds um, for our next operation. You will have a nice new disorder of some kind, Agent Foxtrot. So who wants to start with kind of what's changed when you get home? Like, what do you do immediately after this operation? Like, what is, like, before home scene, what do you kind of, what, what's the fallout, if you will, for you personally? Well, for my character, obviously, since my last bond is Brookwood Cider, I'm pretty much, when I get home, I'm going to let the neighbor know, hey, you can have Cider. I'm not home enough to give the dog the attention it deserves, so you can keep her. I'll Let's play this one out. So I'm going to say you kind of, you go over to her place and your your dog won't come to you. Like, it, like, it looks at you yeah. almost growls and anger at you or something. Like, you've left it alone one too many times. Like, this dog yeah. has flat out like it's it's done with your shit if you will yeah so i'll knock on the door then and i'm talking to the neighbor then they'll say uh hey so um my job uh is getting more and more kind of hmm what's the phrase dynamic as far as schedule stuff goes so in the interest of slider i think it's best you keep her i'm willing to give you some give you all the paperwork stuff and even chip in just so you have a bunch of uh, food and other stuff ready to go. I can give you her crate and all that stuff just so you're not kind of all of a sudden stuck with that. And if you ever need help with the medical bills for her, let me know. But I think she just deserves somebody who will give her more attention than I can give her. Yeah, she understands that. She's kind of watching this dog just angrily stare you down through the door threshold kind of thing. It's just, it's a sad moment, definitely, but kind of it. Maybe not make sense, but like she's sympathetic to what's going on. So yeah, she kind of agrees to hold on to the dog, if you will. How you feeling about this? I guess like you have lost your only non-Delta Green bond. One might say Delta Green has consumed your life in one way or form. I mean, it's fitting that his job is always superseding his real life, considering he has no friends in the first place. Yeah, and so yeah, any chance he has to try to form a bond that's outside of work doesn't necessarily work out. I mean. I think last time before we started the current op, I tried to form a bond with the neighbor and that failed. So yeah, it's fitting. Yeah. It's kind of unfortunately uh the tragedy, if you will, John. I mean Makes he's not sense. charismatic to begin with. So. No. <laughs> so but yeah, it's a it's a bittersweet moment because yeah, sure the bond was pretty low with Cider, but you know, ultimately Cider's gonna have a better future with someone who can give her more attention. And so it's bittersweet. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Although, obviously, for the sake of being stoic, as my character isn't really conveying too much of that emotion, at least at face value, but yeah. in the inside, it definitely, definitely sucks. Yeah. 
Who's next? I'll go. We actually haven't done a home scene yet with Agent Firestarter. So, like, you're back from this operation. You've been on many operations like this. What is home? And what kind of is the decompression, the return to reality, the return to normal for Agent Firestarter? What do you do when you get home? So, for Firestarter, home is where it's it's literally just a bed. And it's, sure. well, not like his apartment is just completely destitute but it is definitely one of those things where it's like that's where he sleeps that's where he fucks that's where um he has to pay for rent it's very spartan it's like it's only it's it's minimalist but not in that kind of trendy minimalist way minimalist in that kind of oh this is what actually people mean when they say minimalist lifestyle as with the opening scene of like kind of like firestarter's reintroduction he has kind of become a little bit of an alcoholic and his first uh, interaction was to drop off his car or make sure his car is at his place, take a lift to the local local little gay bar and just get hammered and see if he can go home with somebody. Yeah, it makes sense. Kind of like just trying to put the entire operation behind him, if you will. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Lawrence? Uh, yeah, I mean, she's going to fulfill responsibilities. She's going to try to... I don't, we're, not, we're not to there yet. I'm, I'm just talking like what's the fallout from this. Like, we'll get to... Oh, um, we'll get to the actual stuff in a second. I mean, she goes home and she's got a roommate she doesn't talk to her when she gets back not like she's ignoring her it's just you know very business as usual uh i mean she's probably pretty disheveled and uh carrying a duffel bag with her (laughs) her guns and her fucking kevlar in it yeah she doesn't explain she probably gets a bunch of calls from her mentor and she just ignores them and then they exchange some pretty nasty text messages and that's why the bond took a pretty big hit yeah, Augustine first said maybe she like even sent you like a hey, can you look this over and didn't respond and that was the whole thing. Yeah, she probably asked for like her her professional opinion on something. Like uh she's probably writing like a paper. Uh and Florence said, Yeah, I'll get back to you and it's been like three weeks. Sure. All right, so now it's time for our personal pursuits, if you will. Reminder to all that your options are fulfill responsibilities, back to nature, establish a new bond, go to therapy improve a skill or a stat, personal motivations, special training, stay on the case, or study the unnatural. Florence, what do you do? I'm uh, fulfilling responsibilities. With which one? I try to fix things up with my my girlfriend. All right. That's Sandy check, right? Yep. Uh, okay, so 72 out of 80 success. Yeah, so... You want me to roll a d6 first to see how much you improved before we... Yeah. So what's that bring that bond up to? Three. All right. So yeah, she's still pretty pissed off with you. And you you go buy her new place. She actually kind of opens the door this time. She's not looking well. Like your your girlfriend previously has always been just a firefighter. It's a hard life kind of thing. But maybe some of the kind of less good pastimes of a firefighter she's avoided because she's had you at home. And you've kind of had this, in her mind, at least healthy relationship. but. She's drinking a little bit more. She's kind of she's just taking less care of herself. This much. she kind of looks at you in her doorway. Oh, you're back. Yeah. Look, um, can I take you out for a coffee or something? Where the fuck were you? You were gone for months, and the banks. Uh, I, I I need time. I pause for a second, though. Oh, but uh, I, I I didn't throw everything out. I, I took one thing from the place. You, you probably want it back. Uh, wait here for a sec. She kind of disappears for a couple seconds and comes back with 
just kind of a bundle of cloth or something and hands it over to you. I didn't know you were in all that weird new agey shit or whatever, but Oh, I know what this is. Uh, I shouldn't have taken it. I should have left it back at the house or something. Um, how's the roommate working out? Uh, fine. She's annoying. I wouldn't have put her in there if I didn't think you were dead. So you know how that type of thing works. Um, yeah. Look, I I want to tell you where I was and what was going on, but I think you'd have to let me in. If you want to wait for that, that's fine. I just wanted to. Just got back in town. Just wanted to come by and say hi. Yeah, looks at you, kind of grimaces a little bit. Tell you what, we can go for coffee or something next week. I, I want anyone coming in right now. Uh, just take your stupid rock, go home. I'll, I'll call you. It's, it's been nice seeing you. I guess I was worried about you. It's good seeing you too. Kind of doesn't slam the door this time. Kind of just closes it, but not quite as angrily as the previous times. And yeah, you're alone in the kind of apartment hallway again. Do you unwrap the thing she handed you? Uh, not in the hallway. Uh, sure. When she gets back in her car, she will. Yeah. It's something that you know well, but also it's bigger since the last time you saw it. We're kind of, previously it was maybe an inch or so. It's that chunk of obelisk you coughed up at one point. It's grown to about, oh, four inches long by about kind of an inch or so wide. It's calm in your hand, though. It's cool. It almost feels kind of comforting of some kind. Didn't realize we've been missing it. I... There you are, buddy. We'll figure this out together, I guess. She'll, like, put the rock in her pocket and uh, drive home. Yeah. Who's next? If you form a bond with your pet rock, your obelisk, I'm going to pee my pants. I just want to let you know that. Listen, I, I, I know very little about these things, but I know that they're one of the most powerful things in this fucking mythos yep. world. So, rock protect me, please. I swear to God, if we don't get a buddy cop spinoff of you and The Rock, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> a special episode where The Rock and Florence go and fucking hunt down the unnatural. <laughs> the fucking touching season finale where Florence uses The Rock as a makeshift fucking javelin. <laughs> <laughs> as a means of self-sacrifice as a means of sacrifice <laughs> i mean you all don't know what happens next only i do and i'm laughing inside right now oh my god there's a buddy cop episode maybe not quite that but oh god you're gonna form a trauma bond with your rock look i love my rock and my rock loves me okay i'm not here to knock on it i'm just here to be astounded <laughs> <laughs> it's a very valuable asset okay <laughs> I mean, it's not not unvaluable. Like, if only Florence knew what it was, it would be super valuable. But she'll figure it out one of these days. Once she's once she's got her the bond she cares about somewhat fixed, we'll go back to studying. Oh yeah, <laughs> fix that bond. Just you can neglect it back into the ground. Delta Green Ray, Firestarter or Foxtrot. Who wants to go next? Firestarter. I will. All right. What are you up to? You fulfilling responsibilities? You're getting back to nature? You're trying to establish a new bond? You're going to therapy? What's the plan? New bond might not be a bad call in some ways. No, it won't. But there's a portion of me that kind of... Mm, mm. Yeah, let's let's see if uh, Firestarter can kind of make a significant other. Okay. They will play a kind of a scene at the bar you're at? Mm -hmm. All right, so give me a charisma check. Oh, God. I should just went to therapy. I'll give you a plus 20 on this one, even. All right, let's let's go with my um, baseline charisma. Critical. I scored a hot what? boyfriend. Fuck yes. Hell yeah. 
Didn't even need that bonus I gave you because of your situation. Yeah, so maybe it's the look. Maybe you're putting off a vibe or something, but um, you're at the bar, you're drinking. Like, uh, what type of bar is this? I know kind of the gay bars have a variety of spectrums. Is this more kind of like we're here to drink, we have professional day jobs, or is this, is this a party bar kind of thing? Like, what is the music like in this bar? Oh, my God. This is, this is that one... This is that one CD dive bar that is you have to think, think of what a fucking mess uh, Firestarter could look like, especially no, no, now no, that no, he's yeah. like shaved off his fucking beard into some mutton chops and gave himself like some weird ass haircut or some shit like that just to radically change his opinion. And then think of the fact that like someone from this bar thinks he's hot. <laughs> oh, so I, I was going to say like, so this is like, this is just a dive-ass bar that happens to have a gay clientele. Like, it's a terrible bar. No one's going here for a good... It's just drinks are strong and they're cheap kind of situation. Like, you don't know what the eagle is, but it's absolutely the eagle. Sure. Makes sense. I'll tend to follow this one. I'll do some research. But yeah, so... Please don't. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, so you're, you're kind of sitting there drinking and someone kind of sits down next to you and lets out a long sigh and kind of raises their glass and kind of does the air cheers at you. So what are you drinking for? Drinking to get rid of, or get, drinking to forget about work. Amen to that. And if I move the seat closer to you. Name's Philip. I haven't seen you around here before. I'm, admittedly, I'm new in town, but I try and hit the hot spots, kind of gestures around while they're still unknown. Oh, God. Fresh meat, just heads up. You are going to be the absolute rise to prey on uh when you're here during the high times thankfully um i get first dibs philip good to meet you my name is david it's a pleasure to meet you david sends a hand kind of thing at you and don't worry i'm very selective about who i choose to associate with i winks at you a little bit as part of that well philip if there's anything else that i could um pleasure your stay or pleasure your arrival here in a good old Los Angeles. Let me know. Give you a nice tour around Hollywood. Nice tour around my apartment. Go around you. And I smiles at this. He was like, well, you can help me with one thing first. Uh, kind of like reaches behind the table, grabs a bottle, slams it down between you two. If you, you can help me break in my new bar. Motherfucker. All right. Cheers to you and your success. I like uncorks the bottle, pours them in your cup, pours them in his cup. May this rat hole break even by the end of the year. May I have enough money to help keep up keeping you black? As smiles at this, nods. Yeah, you, you've made a bond of some kind. There's some camaraderie there. He appreciates the trying to drink their troubles away at his bar. Hey. Last but not least, Oxtrot. What okay. are you doing? All right, what are my options again? To run down the list again, it's fulfill responsibilities. You have none because you've earned all your bonds. You can go back to nature to try and recover some sanity. You can establish a new bond. You can go to therapy to recover some sanity. You can improve a skill or stat. You can pursue a personal motivation. You can engage in some special training. You can stay on the case, or you can study the unnatural. Um, okay, so question here. If I improve, I mean, obviously, I'm still going to have to develop a disorder because I went under my breaking point. Since I went under my breaking point, can I still recover sanity? Or, like, does it reset? Your, your breaking point is more of a mechanic, so... Yeah, you can go back above your breaking point. You can build back up your maximum sanity so long as you can kind of get there. The chances of getting there are quite low, but it's possible, hypothetically. Okay. <laughs> Whatever gives me the highest chance of 
getting more sanity back is that's what I'm going to go with right now. Well, so I was going to say, like, so you have this rapport with the neighbor woman. You want to try and make a bond with that so you can have someone to offload some sand on, some sand damage on to, I guess. Like, that's the, what I'd recommend you try and pursue, I guess. Like, sandy damage or sandy damage recovery is a thing, but not taking sandy damage in the first place is arguably the more important thing. Okay. Um... Because it's much easier to fulfill responsibilities than it is to recover sanity. In the worst way possible, it's far better to use your friends and family and relations as a shield than it is to try and recover yourself. Oh, that's kind of dark. Yes. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, I guess so. I'll go for the bond with the neighbor. All right. So, yeah, give me a charisma check at plus 20 because you've, kind of, you've already failed and tried. You tried and failed once with the neighbor kind of thing. You've got a bit of a rapport. She's got your dog now. Uh, 16 out of 20 success. Yeah, so you have made a bond with your neighbor, and I'm going to insist you call her the neighbor for the time being because <laughs> that's just who Foxtrot is, but you now have a bond equal to your charisma, which is great because you had no bonds, and your dog doesn't like you at all, but she seems to have taken a bit of a shine to you, kind of like, I guess we'll continue to kind of the scene where you dropped off the dog. She kind of like, she, she understands that like maybe the dog goes back into the house at some point, she kind of like looks at you and she goes like, look, I I don't want to pry into what you do for a living. It's obviously all types of mysterious, whatever, Mr. Secret Agent Man, but you don't need to talk to someone or just need a friend or someone to, you know, grab coffee with or whatever. Let me know. I'll, I got your dog. Maybe we can get the dog back to liking you at some point. Uh, you can join me as I walk her, I guess, or something like that. If, if you find yourself missing her, um, that sound good. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Works for me. Anything else you want to add to this or just kind of like, that's about the level of friend Agent Foxtrot has. I'll kind of just go, all right, uh, cool. And you then go home and be like, alone, then. No, go home, yeah. Yep, go home, be alone. That's the Foxtrot way. Yep. Yes. That brings our Savannah adventure to an end. <laughs>